0: Everything, and I do mean everything, is lining up for Kyle Dubas to be the next GM. And, um, yeah, good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Daniel Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this overnight. On DK Pittsburgh Sports, our hockey writer Taylor Haas has a report from a source in Cranberry that Dubas had a meeting out there and that the meeting included Sidney Crosby and that the meeting went well into the night. Now, this is the part where I stop and ask you to go and subscribe to our site meaning the actual news site, the app and site. Just a dollar a month for the first four months, you can do it. The information comes on the heels of a couple other finalists being dropped out, according to a report in Montreal. And it comes as it really appears that only Dubas and Matthew Darsh, the assistant GM in Tampa, are candidates. I'm not seeing how it wouldn't play out that Dubas wouldn't get the job since he's got GM experience and he's got a lot of other positive traits that we've talked about on this show, unless he doesn't want it. So if one were to look at... Dubas' reaction uh, immediately after the Maple Leafs were eliminated and the emotional press conference that he had that turned some people, including me, off that ended up costing him his job, according to Brendan Shanahan, the guy who fired him, and the remark that Dubas made there that if he wasn't going to be the GM in Toronto next season, he didn't see it happening anywhere, or I think his exact words were, I'm not about to pop up somewhere else. Well, then the Leafs fired him. And I'm sure a lot of different things can go through your mind when that happens. Different set of circumstances. So he comes to Pittsburgh. He has an interview. This happened last week. He's still here. You know? And he went and spent a Tuesday night at the practice facility with at least Sid in the fold as well as at least one member of the media relations staff and again that's part of the source that led to Taylor's report and if I were the Penguins and I really wanted this individual to be my next GM and I had Sid in my employee I'd say hey Sid got a minute how about a few minutes Can you uh, drive on up to Cranberry and meet with this guy and talk to him and show him how awesome you are and whatever else? And even though Sid is not at all the type to want to get involved in processes like this, I would hope that between Sid and Mike Sullivan and other actual hockey people, remaining in the Penguins' fold, there aren't many of any influence, that they would understand that this is a situation where they would need to be involved. I don't want the Boston executive people at Fenway Sports Group making this call without significant help. I don't want Kevin Acklin, who I really like and respect, as a president of business operations, making this call. He doesn't have hockey experience other than loving it. But I would want my brightest, most successful hockey people in my employ to get in on this. So as opposed to viewing this as any sort of negative, meaning that you would have Sid involved, uh, you know, and you don't want your players running the ship and whatever else here. Uh, This is a great positive. It is the most encouraging thing I have seen, heard, or read about this whole thing for weeks now. Because what have you been hearing me talk about on this show most of that time? It's been, I have no idea who these people are who are doing the hiring. I have no idea what their qualifications are. I have no idea even what their what their passion level is when you're talking about the FSG people. You just don't know. You don't know. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm saying that you don't know. But I'm also picturing, and it didn't humor me on this, okay? Because this is one of those things that allows your imagination to run wild. I'm also picturing a scenario in which Sid, who's just a complete hockey junkie, not just playing it, but studying it, picking apart. Watching it, although he has admitted in the past he has a tough time watching playoffs when the Penguins aren't participating. Picking up everything that he can and being as open and honest as he's capable of being Mr. Loyal Captain and all that stuff. Of saying how it is on the roster. You know, what's there right now? He doesn't have to go in there and say, hey, man, you uh, you know, we can talk, but you got to shoot Jeff Carter into the hot sun before we even get past hello. He doesn't have to do anything like that. That's not anything. Nobody who's even remotely qualified to do anything in hockey would need to be told that. But you can make sure that there are hockey people involved. So whoever it was that would have come up with this decision or this idea to have the prospective GM meet with the local franchise icon... That's that's good stuff. And if it turns out that we find out later that it was the FSG people, hey, man, hats off. Hats off. I'm always willing to offer up stick taps to a good idea. When we come back, J1Q. from Paul who says, you nailed it DK, Bob has been stellar, referring of course to Sergei Bobrovsky, of the available goaltenders and possible trade candidates that might be out there. Is there anyone you think can step up to that level? Oh yeah, there's one, there's one for sure, and he might even be available, but you gotta be ready to give up the moon to get him, and that's Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg. The Jets just went through a, an awful playoff run. It was toxic. That exposed a lot of bad things that have been um, kind of floating beneath the surface with that franchise for about three or four years now. And without boring you with all kinds of Winnipeg stuff, Hellebuck has made pretty clear to everybody in Manitoba, including the media, that he's got no interest in being part of any kind of rebuild, and I wouldn't blame him for that. This is a Vezina Trophy elite goaltender who's an old school horse, takes the net night after night after night. Name the Jets backup goaltender. Can you do that? No! Name any Jets backup goaltender over the past five years. You can't do that. You know why? (laughs) They're never used. They just they, they kind of manage the, the gate over there by the end of the bench. That's it. They're, they're folding chair specialists. Yeah, he's available. Go get him. That's – he is a, a player, and I don't say this very often, but he's a player for whom I, I would just go to Kevin Shevelday off and just say to him, listen, man, you, you tell us. What do you want? What do you want? And if he says, oh, I want your first round pick in this year and that year, whatever, I just, okay. Okay. You clear out whatever cap space you need to clear out, and you sign Hellebuck to a deal that is somewhere in that range. Meaning the Bobrovsky range, the Andre Vasilevsky range, eight, nine million, whatever it is, and you make him your next franchise goaltender. That's that's how you deal with with a player of that caliber at that position. And I don't know that I'd say that for anyone else. In fact, when the Bob subject came up on an episode of this very program last week, I said that I would not expect any goaltenders anywhere to be getting contracts like that except for the guy in Winnipeg. That's how strongly I feel about Hellebuck. He is that guy. If it isn't Hellebuck, you know, good luck. Good luck. What do you want? To, do you want to pretend that John Gibson, just because he's a local kid and had a promising start to his career in Anaheim, can still be that superstar? I mean, maybe he can, but maybe he's already too shell shocked. You know, maybe he's just seen way too much vulcanized rubber and it's affected him. I'm not sure that I'd want to be the one sorting that out after making some massive trade or investing some massive amount of money or both. Hella buck, you know what you got, you know, forget everything else. Get yourself a goalie. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins and boy, is stuff getting interesting now, huh? Let's do it again tomorrow.